crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the Recapic Podcast. Real stories from the backyard. It is a nice backyard. We are getting really, really into this whole outdoor I love summertime. This. Now that we figured out we can just record anywhere we want and there's no rules and our sound actually turned out pretty good on the last one. You just got to have an extension cord long enough to reach. Right. That's all you need. Give me, yeah. Although the irony, let me paint a picture for you real quick. We're sitting in very comfortable uh, patio chairs at my dad. Which was the motivation? You said (laughs) these patio chairs are so comfortable comfortable. comfortable. I want to stay here. So, But we're around a fire pit which now has a cooler on it, which now the cooler is the desk for the board. (laughs) So there's no, there will be no fire tonight, but no. it's, what is it, like 75 degrees yeah. out here, the sun's setting. Yeah. So it's weird. absolutely gorgeous. I'm glad, it was a good call. You did the, uh, you basically came up with the idea just by sitting in the chair and leaning back and saying you didn't want to get out of it. Well, that's so I'm it. like, well, hold on. I can bring the board to you. Maybe we do this outside. I'd like I, to call it inspiration. It was. And after I listened to the actual recording last week of like us going when there was cars yeah. driving by yeah. and and uh uh either fire firecrackers or fireworks or it fire could have been a small militia I don't i'm know. not really sure what was a lot of explosives <laughs> uh and it turned out good so we're like you know what fuck it let's go out and do an outside uh, uh podcast again, the roadcaster nice pro shout out to sweetwater hashtag ad oh, um yeah. the processing the gate the limiter we have it all set up it's done. if you're going to do a podcast and you're going to be serious about it? Go buy one of these. Buy it. They're like six hundred bucks. It's amazing. It's the best six hundred bucks you'll spend on. I've been around this technology for the last twenty five years. This is a no brainer. Twenty five years? That's a quarter of a century. Holy shit! How did we get that, that old? Is so old, so old. Man, we're like silver foxes. Mm. That's what we are. But I'll tell you what. They, I will. Yeah, we can't give enough shout outs to the uh, and and again. We are, as of this moment, we are not sponsored by Sweetwater or Road, uh, but we would gladly take their money if they Absolutely. want to do that. Or just Any free sponsorships. I'm, well, free product. We've free already prod- bought it. Yeah. Maybe we could get some microphones out a of the sticker. Deal. Maybe some cooler. Yeah, some stickers for our uh, for our gear. But I today is going to be a fun one. It's just, again, mano y mano. Mm-hmm. We're going going back, kind of rotating in our, our, uh, our talent at this point, mostly because it's summertime and... It's hard to get some time to get everybody together to actually get some of these things Amen done because everyone is moving, moving, moving. It's a very busy time. <laughs> this podcast happened what, four hours ago. You're like, hey, any chance you can make it over tonight? I'll, I'll make dinner. <laughs> We're, come on over. I got wine and dinner. I'll, Motivated by food and wine. Yeah. I'm I'm a pretty easy yeah. date. It's a super easy. Just like I just lay it out for you, little crumbs, and you just follow it right over to the, concept, to the house. And now, we, now we're recording in the backyard. And then we throw together an idea that I think is super, super important right now. And I think the funny part about this concept is it kind of came out. I mean, I I, I don't want to sound like I shoot from the hip every time. I do have a fairly long list of topics that I, I accumulate over time. And I your a, hips don't lie. I ha, Yeah, like Shakira. <laughs> like Shakira. She, looked, she got it from me. Yeah. I literally, uh, I have a, a very long file or list to Evernote about, all my ideas, I think, and, and things I've written for our podcast. But tonight is, it is again, off the Shakira hip. Uh, 
you come in showing me some profile pictures <laughs> of your dating life online. It is, an and we started talking about how um, you shouldn't shouldn't there shouldn't be lie the truth in advertising, right? Yeah, and we're like, we need to do a podcast about that because this is actually a, a fairly important thing right now. I think I think people are questioning. <laughs> Everything. Everything right now. Like, yeah. you're, you're seeing things, and you're like, did I see that? They're like, you know, people start saying things like, back in the day, you could say, well, yeah, it was. there was a video of it. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. It's true. Now we say, there's a video of it, and people go, really? Are you sure? Have you seen Transformers? Looks I've, pretty fucking real. I've seen it. Well, they are real. So... <laughs> Well, that maybe that's another podcast. Autobots rule out. Oh, that's a good one. Thanks. That's a new one that we haven't done. I like. No, that. I haven't done Optimus Prime. Little trivia fact: Did you know that the voice of Optimus Prime, the guy that does that voice, mm-hmm. is also the voice of Eeyore? Did you know that? You oh, knew that. Our studio audience. Yeah, because I Somebody told in the you. Studio yeah, that's right. That, yeah. yeah, she knew that because she was paying attention to what I said. I did a couple weeks I ago. I just was playing stupid for the podcast. I you know what? You're a natural. <laughs> so everybody's got to be good at something. That's why my defense was always, you know what? If the cops show up, I'll just play stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm good. That's always how I go to. So, hey. I, you know, they, I, it's amazing to me that in, you know, everything that's out there, I think you get people starting to question it. Now I sit there and I think of, of uh, you know, and we joke about the online dating, which we both had those experiences, which we'll go into a little bit. <laughs> but I think it, it really did. It kind of it speared me just kind of with the like the the business side of it for you being in marketing you're making decisions for people in advertising yeah and and you've got to have had situations where they're you know you know basically wanting to try to elaborate on some things and you're like hold on we can't like let's make this realistic you know right. i mean there's got to be truth in advertising you got to back it up and they've gotten i would say the status quo of that best practices they've it's gotten way more stringent now, yeah, it's so, kind of, yeah, you can't. What's really interesting is easier. Yeah, well, and the other interesting thing, so I, I do a lot of work for car dealers. So the state-by-state, state, I guess the AG regulates all that stuff. So what's really interesting is the difference between an Idaho versus an Oregon versus a Washington versus an oh, Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Because you're doing auto groups right. that have branches in every right. so place. So you run into... You, you got to pay attention to what the landscape is regionally and, and statewide and, and different things. But it, it is, it's different everywhere you go, but it, it kind of boils back to the same thing of, hey, look, you can't be misleading. You can't say, yeah, you can get $17,000 off a of blankety blank unless you can actually do that. And if, and, if, and if you're lying, if you're full of it, that stuff's going to find you out. And as a brand, the audience that you're talking to has gotten smarter and smarter and smarter. Social media is your friend and your worst enemy. And I can do my research, and it's not very hard to figure that stuff why, out. Why? So here's what it made me think of. So I think of, like, as a kid hearing a car dealership ad, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And what, to me, what do you think, I, I think of, someone says, you remember that car dealer ad on the radio or on TV, either one? Yeah. The most memorable part of the whole thing for me? The disclaimer. At the very end, they're like, and they're like, come on down to ABC Car Sales, and we're having a special, and we're going to do this, and we'll sell you a car for $1 down, and we have cars as low as $500, yeah. and they're like, come on down, see you on Sunday, and then next thing you know, there's like the, 
And with these dark you keep stalling, and I'll see if I can find a, it, a real a real time one, and it, then I'll see if I can read it. It seems like you don't hear that as much anymore, or at least I don't catch it as much. And I think it's because people got wise to it. It's it was a cliche. It was a joke. It was funny. Like it was like that. You could say anything and then throw a very double or triple timed uh, recording of a guy or or a guy that could just talk real fast like an auction. Yeah, it's a micro machine guy. And he just so here's the thing that I do that I'm probably a rarity in this. So I do a lot of voice work for also car dealers. Mm-hmm. One of the things I will never do is I don't digital digitally speed up my voiceover on the disclaimer because really? I think it's dishonest. Because I think if you do that, it's like, look over there, look over there. <laughs> it's to me, it's like, hey, listen, I have to do this legally. I have to disclaim. The dealer doc fee of blah, blah, blah. I have to disclaim the financing. I have to disclaim the stock number of the deal that I'm talking about within, like, if I say, you can save $11,000 off of MSRP of a brand new F-150. I have to disclaim to you which vehicle that is so that if you come in and say, hey, <laughs> your radio ad says that I can save $11,000 off MSRP. You can, as a dealer, say, yeah, that's this STX 4x4, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, as a good salesperson, you're going to do what? Pivot to and another car. Upsell them. Upsell them. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's the mechanism of doing that is not a new thing. But the, the difference is now you have to disclaim what all that stuff is, which, which I think is just be honest. But at the end of the day, there's, in my opinion, two different approaches to that. There is the, the price point sales thing, which I think is a... A little bit of an old horse. If I tell you, you can get you can get into this brand new 2019 F1 for $29,995. Who I'm talking to, if you look at it as a linear perspective of your of your audience, right? I'm talking to the far end of the linear scope of the audience that understands the context of what that price point means. If I'm not shopping for an F-150, I have no idea what the going rate for an F-150 is. If I haven't bought a truck in, let's say, five years. Right. If I go in and I'm like, <laughs> what's the price of a brand new F-150? I might shit myself when you tell me $53,000. Like $17,000 off an F-150? That's going to make it like $10,000. <laughs> That's great. And then you're like, oh, shit, they're $50,000 now? It's a, context, oh. it's a context issue. So this is the analogy that I would use to a number of people when they would come in for a, a session with, if we were recording an ad when I was doing radio. And I would talk about the idea of context. So if I tell you, hey, listen, I can get you into a set of uh, aluminum cylinder block heads for that uh, 350 Chevy that you got there. We're going to do a stage two port job. You'll be able to run a gigantic cam. We're talking over 600 lift, like blah, 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 blah. Wow. And I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you for $500. Stage two port job. Right, and you're like, I don't even know what a port job is. It sounds like I gotta yeah. pay for it in the red light district, and it's illegal. I had a port job one time. So, it's a context issue. If you don't understand what that is and what all right. of the details sense, yeah. are, it doesn't make any sense. Yep. So, if you're highlighting, if you're highlighting a a price point issue, you you're talking to a much smaller audience. So, the bigger challenge is how do I motivate the guy that's not in that. I'm going to call it a, a, a three to five percent of your audience, right? That's about to go buy an F-150. 
how do I motivate the 15%, the top 15% that doesn't know that they need a truck? Well, and there's a, there's a responsibility to like, you're not take advantage of the people that don't know. You you're know, not I mean, taking advantage. Like it's, it's like you're, you're not starting dumb. a conversation. There's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, you're right. Right? That's my job. My job is to not manipulate you. My job is to engage a conversation. Right? So I take a brand new 2019 F-150 that my dad just recently purchased for a drive because I had to go pick up my kid and, and at mom's house. Right? And I'm like, oh, my God, I need one of these trucks. They're amazing. <laughs> right? All it does is start a conversation. The keeping up with the Joneses is yeah. less about keeping up with the Joneses and more about the conversation that is naturally, authentically engaged when the Joneses are saying, wow, we just got a new F-150. Have you driven an F-150 recently? They're amazing. I'm not sure what that was. I don't know. There was a lot of action over there to the right. I heard yelling. In the- but the, the point of it is engaging a conversation, that's the point of, of really, if you think about it, it's the point of your marketing. Right. Because nothing happens without a conversation. Really. Right? If you're going to go buy, let's say you're going to go buy a brand new Jeep Commander. And you go to the lot and you're, God, that's a nice Jeep Commander. And you drive it and you're like, man, I really want to do that. The reality is before you make that decision, you're still going to have a conversation. Yeah. But the trick is, is the truth that you're trying to get across and how much truth versus how much, I don't know, embellishment. I don't know what it'd be. I mean, that's it's the tricky smoke. part, right? It's, it's smoke. tricky. Right. Because if you, if the thing that I get like, and here's the thing and I, I'll put across to businesses, people are going to, they're going to know, they're going to figure it out. Right. I mean, sooner or later, it's, Eventually it's whether, the truth uh, will vet itself out. Like, let, let's just say you're naive and you don't listen to the, hey, blah, 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 they're going to end stock number, blah, 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 right? And then you go into the dealership, you're like, hi, uh, I want that Ford F-150 for $17,000. And then all of a sudden it goes, you're like, oh, well, it's that one over there. And you feel shorted or sh- like tricked in some way, right? And I'll bring this back. This is where we're going to bring it back to online dating. Online dating, ladies, for all you single women out there listening. Hey, this, this extends to men as well. Let's not be... No, 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 I'm not. I'm going right after the women because I have not online dated men. So I can only speak about my own experiences. Well, I have seen and some. And your experiences. I have seen some. Some of the men. women that you've dated are men. Uh, or, or <laughs> that have come up on you. I shouldn't say dated. Yeah, I didn't date them. Let me, hold on, back that one up. Yeah, back, uh, hold on. When uh, are we going to get the back? We to- have to get a backup beeper on beep, that. Beep, we need that sound effect. We gotta, I'm going to task you. I'm going to task you with that in the next that, week. I want that. happen this week. I want that on my It'll board. Be on the board. I, th- I think you need to understand, uh, in my experience, ladies, we are going to find out what you look like in person if we date. Okay, at some point. If I'm we gonna, meet. I'm going to have to get, I'm not going to, so if you show up to our coffee date and I can't recognize you in a Starbucks, which isn't a big place. No. Because you've got a photo from seven years ago that looks like it's maybe your little sister or your daughter or somebody that's on there. That's not truth in advertising. No. You you have bamboozled uh, your way into a date with me at that point. I think that if you're not, you know, there, there's a point where I can't wrap my brain around the concept, whether it be in dating or advertising, even even just if you've ever tried to buy, like I was trying to buy for my son a, a truck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more even going back when I had the worst experiences was with my daughter buying her cars. And you, you call these people and you're like, hey, is this car in good shape? Oh, it's fucking 
amazing shape. Really? Okay, I'm going to drive out there. It's going to be a 45-minute drive for me to come see this car. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Does it smell like smoke? Is it, you know, does it run? Does it start? Every, oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I drive out there. It mm-hmm. smells like cat piss and cigarettes, like maybe a cat was sitting in it smoking and pissing. And next at the thing, same time. At the same time. It's a and cat. it doesn't start. And all this shit's wrong with it. And they took all these good pictures of it. You're going to get found out. So here's what I don't understand on a bigger level like you deal with is like you got to make sure that, hey, we're going to say some shit that we want to get people's attention. We want it to be this, but it's got to be truthful because the fuck shit gets, you know. And social media, social media will destroy you. And I'm sorry, for those of you that have been on Twitter, it's not exactly a happy, shiny place where everybody's holding hands. It is like you. they want to kill you. They're out for blood, and it's like sharks and blood. I mean, that blood in the water, and they all come out, man. Here's the other end of that equation, though. If you run a great company, if you have a great brand, if you're intentional about doing all those things right, that also vets itself out. And people will talk about you, and they'll tell people what a great experience they had shopping for you. And the beauty of what you see is when you really do have a good company, every once in a while you will get a, a bad experience, but people will stand up for you and be like, man, I don't know about your experience, but I've had a great experience. And so has blank, 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 blank. And there, there's an element, again, of social media where when you, when you are authentic and when you do really bring the A game, again, it vets well, itself out. I, that happened in online dating for me. I have this. I have. I can bring it back to online dating. There was the first time I went on a date where the, she showed up, and I thought she looked better in person than her pictures. Mm-hmm. I the first compliment I paid her, I said, "Thank you." I was hypersensitive to this for because the last two before that were not like that. I said, "You know what? Thank you for being better looking than your picture." That was a very refreshing for me. What did she say? Uh, she was. She thought it was funny. It was. She thought like it was a line, but it wasn't a line. Uh, it was true. Um, and I was very forgiving right up to the point that I found out she was married. <laughs> Details. She forgot to mention that part. You know what? And I, I think she might even listen to this podcast. So you know who you are. If you're listening. Are you anyway. still? Are you still married? <laughs> Just curious because I'm is. single. She is. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, but uh, <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like literally like you know given like like starts off on a great you know like that was but I remember that like I always remember that one right. and uh, and it was funny because I literally was like holy shit like she actually she walked up and I'm like I think that's her but she actually looks a little, little bit better than she did in the picture like her pictures weren't very you know as good I mean pictures were fine don't mean that but like pictures look good but that obviously got me to the day but it was better. I had a whole different feeling than the feeling like the week before, or two mm-hmm. days before when I showed up and I'm like, you look somewhat uh, similar. No, that's not you. And it's funny. Our buddy Ferg, who's previous guest, season one guest, mm-hmm. he has some of the funniest stories of all time about this because I we were actually living together. After my divorce, we were actually shacking up together and he was hard into the online date. And he would literally he at one point told a gal seriously it like she she came in and he he said seriously that's just rude and she's like what and he's like no and he lit, just got up and walked wow. out he's like you know what 
update your pictures. Like, literally, it looked like your sister's picture. He came back. He left, and he was back, like, 10 minutes later. And I'm like, did she cancel? And he's like, no. She didn't look anything like her pictures. So I told her to bounce. I'm out. Like, and it was like, that was just, you know, the total opposite of that feeling, right? And then you meet somebody that does under-promise and Mm -hmm. over-deliver, like said girl, and she shows up, and I'm like, wow. So I want to hit on something. It's easy to criticize the 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 Ferg in this situation for being insensitive and jerky because it was all about the interpretation of what she looked like versus what she was really like. Your customer does not give a shit about that relationship you think you might have a chance at if you are full of it. My product doesn't work, but <laughs> I'm a really good person. And once you get to know me, you'll want to buy they stuff from me. They don't care. No, they want it to work. They don't care. It, d- it needs to do what it says it does. And break it down into terms that I can understand. I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with clients about all of these in- these awards that are specific to the industry that no one knows what they mean. Again, it goes back to the context thing. You got to figure out how do you talk to your audience? Well, how can you... <laughs> how can, again... Position yourself in a way that you can over-deliver. This is something I talk to clients about all the time. And and actually, I talk to clients about it, and I also talk to our account services people. Manage the expectations. If you can manage the expectations, then you can over-deliver. She over-delivered. The girl you're talking about over-delivered. And where did it put you? It put you in a position where you're like, oh, great. You felt like you're the winner of this sweepstakes of <laughs> what I got the grand prize. She looks yeah. better than her pictures. Yeah. Now here's, here's an interesting question. Is it manipulation or is it just understanding how it all works? It's understanding a system of expectation management, right? If you can exceed those expectations, you put yourself in a good position and you make your customer happy and you, <laughs> you look great. Yeah. Right. And again, it's in, it's intentionality on the front end of it. To set that up to make you look like the winner and make them feel good about whatever the yeah, product or service is. I'm not saying that you have to do shit to look real stuff. I mean, like, I've kind of figured this out with Heather now. So now. No, she's sitting I'm right here. No longer online dating. I don't need to. I found the one. Good clarification. And uh, she's, I sign off, by the way. Yeah. So I, I literally. Um, I just act dumb all the time around her. Then when I do something smart, she thinks it's really great. That's my under-promising and over-delivering. She's like, oh, look, he can do the dishes. Oh, See, you stuff did like put that, the toilet seat right? down. You're yeah, a keeper. Right. So, but I honestly, I mean, seriously, I think that there's a fine line. I mean, and, and I, you know, I, you say this, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, oh, how do I do that? Like, there's a point where I think if you could figure out how to do it, not not be irresponsible and not do something as well, but... Basically saying, like for me, I deal with trucking issues all the time. We know that. We know how <laughs> I feel about truckers. Truckers. <laughs> truckers got it. Who doesn't love holy? And then there was Trevor's Trucker Adventures. Oh my god. Anyway, but if we can tell people that hey, it's gonna show up on Friday sometimes and we know we're booking it for Wednesday. And there's a random chance that maybe the truck is going to actually show. I said, let's let's start telling people maybe it's a couple days later than what the trucking company's telling us because the trucking company usually fucks it up at some point. That's called a buffer. So let's put a little buffer in there because <laughs> guess what? If we show up on Thursday, the trucking company's still fucked up and is late. 
Mm-hmm. But our customer thinks we over we got there a day early. And so we're kind of working on this concept of like, hey, if we can get something done, how about if you know, mm-hmm. let's tell the customer a day later or two days later and just get them set up for it. Because then if it shows up. You look like a superstar. Oh, we're great. Hey, Happened listen, to me today. Listen, here's what I did. I, I was able to, to pull some strings. I was able to contact the trucking company. And uh, I've got a great relationship with this trucking company because I love truckers. And uh, love they were able to deliver it a day early um, because you're a VIP client. Right. For you. Yeah. I got this. I made it happen. Yeah. And if people just, like, I mean, there's They there's feel a good. Way, yeah. Here's the thing. I Everyone's want, I want so anxious to like to show, that, tell you that they're going to yes. overperform. Oh, I'm going to, he's going to do it on Friday. I'm going to do it on Wednesday. No, sometimes you're better just to say, yeah, I'll do it on Friday, like that guy, but I'm going to do this. And then it, oh, they, they're like, oh, my God, every time he tells me, they're like a day early. Here's what I want everyone to hear that is in any kind of a business, <laughs> which should be most of you listening. Good. Hopefully. Be yeah, hopefully. Everybody, yeah. Um, Unless you're unemployed. They will forget the exact date that you said. They will forget all the details of what you said. They will forget all of these things, right? All the... The little things. They will not forget how you made them feel. If you make them feel like they are an important client and a good partner in whatever it is that you're doing, that is a win. Because they're going to forget the minutia of all the details of all your scheduling stuff. Because nobody remembers that. But I will remember, you know what? They were awesome. I felt like I was their only client. I, it was great. A great experience. Well, we go. I mean, I I would say the same. I'm sitting here. You know, we kind of set this up as a truth in advertising, but I'd say it's truth in sales, truth in business. Let's it's just, just say. truth. truth in it's business, just integrity. Right? But we, if we, you know, one thing I would say because we do, like I said, because of fucking truckers, I have a lot of issues I have to deal with. The one thing that I stick to is I I call them and I tell them truthfully what's going on. I say, hey, here's the deal, man. I'm fighting with this trucking company. This dude no showed us again. I must. I'm apologize. Here, here's the because I think people sometimes think like, oh, it sounds like excuses. It's not excuses if it's the truth. Excuses are when you're making shit up, like, and you're you're you're. There you're, was a snowstorm. It's not a, like Cats I get and it. Dogs. Were- the truth is, this is what stopped everything from happening. The truth is, this happened because of this, and 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 the biggest thing is communication, which I think is probably ding, the biggest ding, part ding. of the truth part, right? Yeah. Because I would say. You know, the truth sometimes sucks, and I don't want to call that guy because he's going to be pissed. But guess what? Way better than him being pissed and me not calling him. Uh, yeah. So my whole thing that I say that people, you know, if you ask my customers, I think the one thing they'll say is they're like, dude, you've always shoot me straight. I mean, you take the lumps. When I'm mad, you take the lumps. When, when you communicate with me, when things are there. So, therefore, I earn that cred with them that says, you know what, he, he – when things were bad, he told me the truth. So then, when things are good, I tell him like, "Hey, this is a good product." Right. You know what? You take you tell you always take care of me. Okay. But that that's part of your brand, right? Right. If I'm if I'm to to analyze what the brand of Trevor Brown is, that's part of your brand. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you're a little rough around the edges, but you don't leave very much room to be like, "I'm not sure exactly what he meant." I wonder how he feels about I wonder truckers. How he feels. And there's an element of that that is extremely appreciated, depending on on what type of business it is. Because there's, <laughs> I think there are certain types of businesses that are a little bit more bullshit oriented. But 
But there are others that, hey, look, I don't have time to screw around with stuff. Tell me, tell me, tell oh, me. Trust me. And I know there's people that just don't agree with me because they do want somebody to sit and stroke their hair and tell them how pretty they are and, and bullshit them. It's not my thing. And we just don't do business, which is fine. You can't do business with everybody. That's you fine. can't win them all, right? But the people that do the do do business, I said do 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 business with me. Hold they on. they legitimately hold on. Hey, do do. If uh, you do do business with me, I think you realize that, like, dude, I'm gonna shoot you straight. I mean, a good example. I was up this last week. I was in uh, Butte, Montana, the butt, as we like to call oh, it, yeah. in the butt, Bob. And they <laughs> literally, I I talked to two different c- people up there, customers, yeah. and they're both of their comments to me. And I was like, I love it when they say it. Both of my customers are like, you're such a dick sometimes, but I love it because you always shoot me straight. And I'm like, that's what I do. That's my I thing. Can, right? I can like, respond to whatever the, <laughs> whatever the fish finder finds. Right. Right. <laughs> I can respond to it. If it's a rock, that's a bad that's a bad thing. Right. If it's a whole bunch of fish, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> as long as I'm getting the truth on what it is, it gives me an opportunity to respond in the most efficient manner. And the reality is I'm going to lose less money when it comes to business, whether it's good or bad. Well, one, one of these guys, I kind of thought he didn't like. I kind of thought we. I thought it was he was uh, not a fan at that point like because mm-hmm. we basically got into a little bit about a job he was doing. And, and I'm like, dude, yeah. <laughs> No, this didn't happen this way. Like, this is what happened. Like, you got to, you know, I was kind of rough with him because I'm like, dude, don't bullshit me, okay? I'm not going to bullshit you. Don't bullshit me. And it was funny because I kind of thought I burned the bridge with the guy. Um, You know, hadn't heard from him. He was a guy that was in Vegas with us. And and so, like, I felt like, I mean, I took him out when he were down in Vegas. So we kind of thought that we were all cool. And then it was all of a sudden he just, like, he kind of cut the call short and then never called me back. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, next time I see him, I'm at this golf tournament up there that we sponsor, and he comes up to me. He's like, he tells the guy that he's in the group with. He says, "This guy here, he's a total dick," and he and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. Oop. And uh, so as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, here we go. And uh, he's like, yeah, this guy's a total dick, and he puts his arm around me. He's like, but you got to appreciate his honesty. He's like, he busts your balls, but he was right. He goes, yeah, by the way, we were on that deal. Like you said, it was, you know, this, this, and this. And I said, yeah, I kind of figured. And, and you know, and you know when to press more gas or when to let off the gas. And so I let off the gas. It was like, ah, you know, you're a pretty smart guy. I knew you'd figure it out. You know, like pay more, you know, compliment. But it was, I took it as a compliment. You know, it's it was so funny because, like, this guy literally, you know, leads on with this guy's a total dick. And next thing you know, he's like, yeah, but he was right. And he'd shoot you straight. And, and that was, takes know, time sometimes. Yeah. The cycle yeah. of, of figuring it out, sometimes it takes some time to figure it out, right? If if there's a client that leaves you because they get a cheaper rate, okay, you know what? You're going to get what you pay for. I've been your partner for blankety blank, and here's, what I, here's the service that I provide, and it's worth every penny to you. If you're going to get cheap on this and you're going to go somewhere else, okay, you can go do that. And- who doesn't know how many that cheap times is that something like how it comes back cheaper, around? How do you think it's cheaper? I mean, anyway, that's a whole probably another podcast. It is but, another podcast. Uh, but how do? Here's my question for you. This is I need you to put your big uh, advertising brain on. All right. How do people, or what are people expected at this point in where we're at, technology wise, society wise, all the different stuff that's going on? How, because uh, you're writing ads, you're writing marketing for people, you're writing ads. 
how does the consumer sit back and figure out what's bullshit and what's not? I mean, uh, because you're sitting, I mean, because here's the deal. Your job kind of is to know, like, if we do this, it's going to look like bullshit. And if we do this, it's going to look like truth. You know, you want to come out. I, I kind of think of, I'm trying to remember the company, but um, it's, I, I mean, I kind of remember it's, this is uh, where my memory falls. But it, there was a, there was a company that did something wrong. And at some point in time, they came out and said, Volkswagen. They said, hey, we we did this wrong. Volkswagen. Was it? They just said so, and they made so a whole campaign around. Like, they're, they're a great like, example. We were wrong. They were a great example. But here's of, what we're doing. They like, fudged the numbers, and they fudged the testing equipment on their TDI vehicles. Oh, okay. So you know and they this. had a huge settlement that they had to pay, and uh, they got egg on their face, and they went, we messed up, and yep, guilty as charged, and here's what we're doing to fix it. Here's where we're going in the future. And here's the, here's the one of the biggest lessons that I learned working in radio on the on-air side of it. If you screw up, move forward, right? Now, within the, the, the PR aspect of that, own up to it, take responsibility, and then, and then move forward, right? What's your plan to reconcile? What's your plan to make things right? I mean, there's, there's probably right. lots did, of examples. We did this. Right? We can't, yeah. It, I can't do the undo button, but here's right. what I can do moving forward. This thing blew up. We can't right. unblow it up. So Let's figure out how the, to the answer to your question is, how do people know? Social media, I think, is one of the biggest game changers in the last 10 to 15 years. Um, if you want to know the reality of stuff, and I'm not a huge Yelp fan because I think Yelp people are, no offense, bitches, but... They Karens. Just, they're just Karens. Karens. They're Karens. And they're looking for stuff to bitch about. But I will read, if I'm on Amazon, I do go look at the reviews. Okay. And I yeah. want to read the reviews. What do they say and how applicable is it? If you're a moron writing a review, so I, I read a review on a refrigerator. Well, this stainless steel didn't match my stainless steel in my house. Hey, that's great. Not it worth a one star. That's not worth a one star. Fucking, you fucked up. Go look at the refrigerator, yeah. Jack. And don't don't look at the one star. Read the review. Yeah, exactly. So, but there's the the communication loop of how long it takes for the review of something to get back into the real world is exponentially faster than it was 15 years ago. 15 years ago was word of mouth. Now I can blow you up and. At blankety blank, how come you're such a douchebag? And you're ten times more people are going to do the negative review than one hundred percent. So what what you are discovering now is you have <laughs> most significantly sized companies have a person or a team of people that is their social media response that that is it's their online reputation management. And if you're not intentional about answering those questions, they will bite you in the ass. Dude, Heather and I had this conversation. We we knew a uh, a person that was being torn apart on social media, mm-hmm. and we basically said, you know, and unfortunately for us, we knew both parties, and we literally sat back and we're like, this is a total, we're watching it happen, we're like, dude, you got to get on there and respond. Like you, you have to you respond. have to respond. Like you're you're just because what happens on social media is the one post, and then someone else chimes in. Yeah, 
fuck big companies and their fucking bullshit. And then all of a sudden it goes boom. And then another guy's like, and then yeah, it- I heard that guy's an <laughs> asshole. And, hey, have they called you back yet? And now all of a sudden now he's responding to other comments. No, they haven't called me back yet. I've got three calls into them. They haven't called right. me. Well, that guy's an asshole. Fuck this guy. Like next thing you know, they're going after him, just literally shredding this person. And we're like, dude, this guy. Is and it's real time. Dude, like he needs to just get on there and be like, hey. It's me. I'm here because here's the other thing about fucking Karens and fucking these people. They will not, they, they won't say this shit to your face most of the time. No, that's, but that's a whole nother podcast. So, so these fucking people are <laughs> keyboard warriors. They're going to come in and troll you, right? Yeah. So the best thing you can do is quickly respond and be like, Hey, here I am. Sorry to see that you had a problem with my product. This is what I'm going to do publicly to make sure it's okay, right? right? Like this is what I'm gonna do. Like let's let's get all our cards on the table so that they're hearing both sides of it. And I think that's a big thing. So if you're reading reviews and you're seeing these things, you know, check it out. I, I another thing I think people should do is, you know, what you see more and more of. Actually, there's a, a whole uh app, I guess you could say, within Facebook for recommendations now, right. right? That's a huge thing. Because guess what? Those people you know. Like, you know, I, I we're sitting here living in a time where everyone's talking about numbers and things that are happening because of what they see on the news. But I'm sitting here as a person that knows a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. That's you my do job. You talk a lot. Right? And I, I talk a lot. Accurate statement. I talk to a lot of other people. I don't know that they listen all the time. But I I know no one that's affected by any of these things that are in the news, right? Mm-hmm. And I know people that should be affected by some of these things. I know people that are affected by, you know, whether, you know, people that are in the industries that are being affected right now with coronavirus. I have, uh, you know, friends and family that are police officers. I have friends and family that are black. I have friends, you know, like all these things that I know I'm leaning heavily in these times right now on my own personal knowledge. I lean on those people in those situations to tell me what they're experiencing, right. and then I make my decision based on that. But that's your proximity. I'm right? not basing my opinion on all these people saying, "Oh, this happened in this place, and this is horrible." And I'm like, I, "Maybe it did, maybe it didn't." And but I agree I'm a, with you. I'm just one of those people <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, "I don't know, man. I just don't know." Like because I've been so brainwashed into this whole like people lying to me thing. Like, I just feel like everyone lies, and the media lies, and the fucking advertisers lie. Like, every year Chevy outsells Ford, and every year Ford outsells Chevy. Tell me that that happens. And it's happened since I was a little kid. Every year yeah. they outsell each other. And, well, and guess I, what? They I both can... have the longest standing value of resale for used trucks. They so both do every year. What I what I can do on that is I can, I can draw insights from data, and I can highlight contextual numbers that I want to highlight. In order to get you to a certain conclusion, it's right. but but again, information is probably here, the key here's though. the Give scary the part, info. and not to get into this deep rabbit hole because you and I will go down this rabbit hole real fast. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing with this whole Corona thing. I can make numbers tell you whatever I want them to tell you because that's my job. Anyone listening to this that's taken stat in college, what do they tell you in like the first day? You can make stats look any way you want if you take the right. I just have to numbers. paint you the right picture of the stats I just have that to I want. take the right sets of numbers to and again, create what this, is, this, the What does it go back to? It I goes want. back to the context of what the bigger picture is, right? And what you were talking about is the proximity of your worldview, right? It's the proximity right. of what you're... And that that is just an is, right? That's the way everybody operates. 
That's the way that I operate with my reviews. That's the way that I operate with my shopping. That's the way that I, it just is. Now, the online element of that expands my proximity, but still, it also dilutes what I know is true because I'm not really sure. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm going to trust the people that are within the closer circles because I know them better. I trust them more. That's just the way that it is. Yeah. So if they say, hey, these guys treated me really, really well as a business, I'm going to trust them more than, say, an online review or, or, or a, somebody that I don't necessarily know. It's just the reality of the way that it is. You should, you, and everyone needs to be focused on doing a good job with the idea of getting humans to spread it via their mouth what they do with a good job, right? Like right. our concrete guy, shout out Tommy Sessions, 4S Concrete. If you need a concrete guy in the greater Idaho area, he's your guy. I've referred him. I, I still haven't seen my commission check, but I have referred him out millions of dollars in business. That's an exaggeration for my disclaimer. I'm but I'm putting asterisks on that. It's eh, not quite. What's a comma? But point being, I refer that guy every time I'm on social media and someone says, "Does anyone know somebody that I've does actually concrete?" Seen, I've actually seen I that. fucking drop him in a minute because he does such a good job. He's never once called me and said, "Hey man, will you do me a favor? Will you write me a good review? Will you do the dude?" Right. Because he does an amazing job. He's a good guy, and he just freaking he does all the shit he's supposed to do, right? So so when people say something and, and you, you tell people what you do or what you'll do, it better be the truth because guess what? When it when someone does that to me and it, they don't do what they say they're going to do or something doesn't perform right. the way it says it's going to perform, and I they underperform and overpromise. Manage right? your expectations. I fucking will not refer you to anybody, and I will probably dog you a little bit. Yeah. So, so look at the importance of that and doing something like that, where people, you know, yeah, I do talk a lot. So guess what? You want to give me good shit because I will talk great about great stuff, and I'll talk bad about bad stuff. So can I tell you a funny story? Uh huh. Um, the hot tub that's to our immediate right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, Snake River Pool and Spa. Yeah. Great company. Great company. So Kyle. Yep. Is a guy that I worked with. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of underscore this with relationship wins. Yeah. Period. Right. So Kyle's a guy I worked with in radio. Great, great dude. He ends up buying into a partnership with Snake River Pool and Spa. Jim Paxton is the guy that, that runs it, another great dude. Um long story short, I say, Hey, I text Kyle and say, Hey, I'm sending this guy to you. Him and his and his girlfriend are coming. They're looking for a hot tub. Take good care of them. Dot dot dot. He's very active on social media. He will make you look really, really good. <laughs> and here's the funny thing: that context is a really, really big deal if you understand it, right? If you right. don't get it, then it's another deal. Kyle's smart enough to get it, right? Those right. guys are they're they're smart, and they took really good care of you. How many people have you told about your great experience Dude. with Snake River Pools? Bye. Heather's like a lot, a lot. We, I mean, we well, let's put it this way. Shout out to Kyle. Kyle was awesome. He's great. It was great to have the in with Jody to go in there to Snake River Pool and Spa. But then he handed this over uh, to Stephanie or, or uh, Danielle. Sorry, to Danielle, and Danielle was awesome. But he's like he he personally walked us over. Says Danielle, I got to do some other stuff here because right. I'm the big boss guy and you're the salesperson and you're a great salesperson. These are my friends. They're going to do this. And she was awesome. The mistake, not mistake, great job by her mistake for me 
was the first thing she said is like, oh, well, that over there, we call that the party tub. That's the biggest one we sell. And I'm like, mm, I'll take one. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, she's like, do you want to know how much it costs? I said, nope. nope. Uh, just let's just write it up and let's get that on my patio as fast as we can. Oh, and now we're sitting amazing. here uh, eight feet from it, 10 feet from it. Um, it's been one of the best investments we've ever made. I love it. We sit in it nightly. Uh, and we've had a ton of people because it's the biggest one they sell. It's the party tub. Right. We've had a lot of parties in that tub, mm-hmm. and every single person we say, dude, because, you know, people get in it, and they don't have a hot tub, and they're like, man, I've always wanted a hot tub. I go, go to Snake River Pool and Spa. Don't right. go anywhere else. Buy a hot springs pool and spa. You, you know, you got to buy, like, the, I'm their sales guy now, and I fucking love it. And You and, are what I call a raving fan. Right. I mean, it is and, my job as a marketer to harness the power of raving fans and move that forward. If the brand that you are positioning in the market reflects the ability to make those raving fans, you're going to be successful. Well, and here's the deal. Even like, in a shitty market. Here's where they overpromise. So it goes a step further, and I'll tell you this because I don't know if you remember this part of it. Because here is another little, I'm going to pivot off of the truth and advertising deal and talk about service and doing your and doing things the right way, right? We rushed this thing in here because we had a, a housewarming a party. Massive right? A massive party. massive party coming in. And our idea was, you know, if you're willing, bring your swimsuit. We're going to end up in the tub. Blah, or blah, blah, not. Right? Or don't bring it. I don't You care. do what you do. Either way, we're going to end up in the tub. It depends on how much wine you've had. Yeah, exactly. So we... Yeah, and speaking of wine, we, hold speak, on. Speaking of bartenders coming around, and uh, we literally, so we fired up the day of the party, and it starts blowing water out of the back of the hot tub. That's not what's supposed to happen. You know, something happened in transport. A, a pipe had broken. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see it. Didn't know it was that. You know, like something happened. Right. No big deal. It's all in how you handle it, right? I ding, could. Ding, ding, I, ding, I, ding. I literally being. Who I am, I know that I make mistakes, and that's how I handle them, and I tell people that all the time. I called Kyle, or I know we called Danielle. Quickly, I literally immediately get a text from Kyle, and he's like, hey, uh, I'm in a meeting. I'll call you in a minute. Boom, 20 minutes later, I get a call from Kyle, and he's like, hey, I am super sorry, man. With this, tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to have a brand brand new one out there on Monday for you. Like we, I am, I've got my crew. We're going to clear the the schedule. And in on, this is on a Friday night. He says on uh Monday morning, I'm going to have guys out there. They're going to pull this out. They're going to put another one in. We're going to retest it before it even leaves the, you know, the, the shop. Blah, blah. Right. I mean, it was how he, I mean, it was so quick on a Friday night. He's like all over it, man. Hey, I'm really sorry about this. Like he didn't even hesitate. And I'll tell you what, I won't go anywhere else. And guess what? We broke ground maybe today. I don't know if we broke <laughs> ground or not on a new cabin. I'm going to go with that. I, it was today or maybe not tomorrow. I don't know. But um, we're going to, you know, we'll be back down there here shortly starting to buy our second hot tub from them to put in the in the uh, cabin. So they literally earned my business that way. But I would have never walked in there had he didn't have the relationship with you and you didn't feel the comfort because he's true to his word and right. does what he's going to do, and you feel comfortable referring me to people. The same way I get calls from people after I refer Tommy Sessions to people, and they go, dude, I love that dude. He's, right. like, solid. I'm like, I know, right? You know, like, those are great things. And it all comes down to this. You get referrals when you're truthful about what you say you're going to do and you deliver on the shit that you say you are going to do. And that that is, it's the un- 
the odd, odd <laughs> I'll get it. The authenticity. We're three bottles in. I'm sorry. I'm, it's, yeah. it's the third bottle. Authenticity and authenticity. All of a sudden. Also in the third bottle. The third in. bottle showed up. <laughs> it's the authenticity of, of who you are as a brand. This is something that I've talked about it. God, I've talked about it for a decade plus of brand, branding, branding, but if you truly understand who you are as a company or as a person, as an entity, as a personal trainer, as a a concrete guy, as a, you fill in the blank, what is your brand? And are you delivering on that, that promise to your, your customer base? Are you over delivering on it? Right? What's your intentionality to, to do that? Like, now is an interesting time with the whole COVID thing where you're seeing companies you're seeing companies really struggle because they haven't really done the groundwork to build a good foundation. Yeah. You're seeing other companies gain market share because they're willing to hustle, but they're they've built the foundation of having a great reputation. And it's at the you know, let's fast forward two years. We're gonna come out of this whole thing. There's gonna be companies that are exponentially more powerful in terms of their market share because of those simple principles of doing what you say, of the authenticity, of not over-promising, of not the false advertising of, yeah, we'll do everything and it's going to be great. They're, they're, they're able to balance the, that out with, hey, we're able to do this much, we're able to do it on this deadline, and then we execute on it. And frankly, we built in some buffer, and you didn't really know it. We finished a day early, right? And I'm like, dude, you guys are amazing. I'm telling you right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little teaser to next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step oh. out on a limb and say oh. we will make this next week's episode because we just teased it a little bit. But uh, shout out to Josh Felt. I've got a, I've got a, a, a guest lined up who we just had coffee the other day because we stay he's another one of those surround yourself with great people kind of thing right Right. him and i we'll we'll go over it but him and i met on an airplane we have no other ties you met on a date (laughs) it was kind of he was not advertised you're not a woman at all you're a man we both felt like we scored because we sat down and (laughs) and no one sat in the middle seat and we thought we were like yeah this is we both looked at each other and went like yeah no one sat in the middle seat. We get to spread out. And we were like, well, hey, today's a good day. And then we get talking. Next thing you know, this has been three, maybe three years ago, and we stay in contact on a fairly regular basis. We go have coffee. And I just had coffee with him this week, and I he, he's a he's a listener, podcast listener, so shout out, Josh. One of the uh, faithful. He's one of the one of the million faithful subscribers. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, you know, and I told him, I said, you need to be on because he so he was telling me like this week he was kind of tasked with, um, you know, getting back out there. Right. Mm-hmm. They have purposefully with in a situation where they are. He's in an industry where I think he said he has four major players. His competition is, uh, you know, masked up, folded up, gloved mm-hmm. up. They are Corona. You know, they are pro Corona at this point. Right. Uh, pro COVID, whatever you want to call it. Um, he, as the sales manager and vice president, said, "Sales team, go get them. Their customers are not being taken care of. No one's going in their door because they think." So he starts calling all of them, saying, "Hey, are you guys seeing customers? Are you seeing uh, uh, reps? Yeah, but none of our vendors are ever coming by. We're kind of lonely." His 
fucking crew went out and starts freaking just slaying it. And he's like, dude, our numbers are up. Everything's up right now during COVID because we went out and attacked when all our, our competition's not. So, so anyways, point being, I got, I made that way longer than I was going to make that teaser. But next week I am going to have Josh on as a guest. He agreed to be a guest with us. And, uh, he's going to talk about, uh, oh, hey. holy shit. All the lights. We just, just got some on. porch lighting. Wow. Just got real bright out here. You're handsome. Uh, look at you. Oh, in look the, at me. You are. Oh, look at me. In this warm light. Uh, look at my new tattoo. It's a nice. Does it hurt? It hurts a lot right now. Yeah. You want me it's, to come over there and very slap your arm? fiery, and the blood <laughs> is still coming out of it. Uh, but again, another, I'll pivot here. Let me finish with Josh, and I'm going to pivot to my tattoo. <laughs> you can't pivot on your pivot after uh, your pivot. I'm going to pivot off the pivot of the pivot. But anyway, so Josh will be our guest next week, and we're going to talk about market share. So if you're listening to this and you want to hear about taking market share during this times, listen next week. Next episode is going to be a really good one. Um, I am going to talk about, like, the... Um, under promise over deliver again just another shout out to a good customer service experience i don't know if there's a better situation where you need a referral than a tattoo artist oh because it's i don't know if you know tattoos are fairly permanent Mm, most of the time yeah yeah you have tattoos i do they are permanent i have one um, so today I had well, some, I had some well, work done. Little tramp stamp. <laughs> little tramp stamp. That's right. We, we won't go into that. It's a whole other story, but I, I had some, uh, some fairly substantial work done today and, um, it hurts a lot, it but looks it good, looks though. amazing. I'm so stoked with it. And Kevin Blameyer, Pyramid Tattoo on Broadway, he's, he's my guy. And I've referred him to many, many people mm-hmm. because of the fact that he, literally he turns down business this is another podcast you're teasing like multiple podcasts i know we're gonna try to get him on he says he's not a talker because he's he's a he's a kind of quiet guy but he's super smart he's one of those guys who he he's a business owner does he drink whiskey or wine you know what? Here's the key. You know, we, I don't know. We got to manage his expectations. That's what we got to do. We do. You're not going to have to talk at all, man. We'll do all the talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're he, just going to ask you 47 today he's questions. Today, sitting there, you know, freaking torturing me today for three hours. And he, uh, I said, dude, I got to get you on the podcast. Because I, you know what made me think of it was I said, um, we were talking about, I, I had showed him a couple things I wanted to do. And he says, no, I won't do it. And I'm like, why not? And he goes, ah, I'm not real good at that type of situation. He goes, I'm, that's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like the way it looks. And he's like, you got to understand your arm or your body, your anything I put on you, your canvas. that's my portfolio. Your canvas. Man. And if you if I put something on you that doesn't look good, it's there forever, and I don't want you putting my name together with something you don't like. And I'm like, holy shit, I've never thought about that. But a tattoo artist has a lot of goddamn pressure on him. Like, if it's bad, it's bad forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you're screwed. So I'm like, wow, you were right. And he just said, he goes, oh, I, t- I turn down as many tattoos as I take on because I, there's just things where people are like, yeah, I want it to be, I want it to be a koi fish that's shooting a basketball and riding a Harley because I do all those things. And you're like, no. A- and he's like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. And he's like, a lot of tattoo art. And he'll tell them, like, hey, cruise on down to XYZ Tattoo Shop. They'll do what? They'll do your, you want. They'll do your basketball hardly riding koi fish. And guess what? He's, you know, and I'm like, I'm, he goes, I just don't do that shit. I do. And th- so you, you have to send him your artwork or work with him on artwork, and he has to agree to it before he'll even book you an appointment. And so, like, he literally, uh, you know, another shout-out, Jason Large. Uh, drew, Hi, Jason drew, Large. Jason Large drew the artwork. And uh, 
he uh, he did an amazing job. So good job, Jason. You, um, can uh, I do a little bit? Can I expand it. on your shout out? Yeah. Um, Jason Large has been doing a lot of artwork in the amazing last artwork. Oh, probably year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, really focused on it. He doesn't know this, so I'm going to give him a shout out. So um, he and I were in art classes in high school, and he's a really talented artist. And I always was like, God, he's he's a jerk. He's got he's really good. But here's the thing that I love is that he's putting that stuff out there. Jason, you have no idea that you are inspiring other people to get their their art stuff back out. Right. Keep up the artwork. Dude, it was so great when I went and picked up the artwork for this tattoo. He he's in such artist mode, dude. I walked in and I'm like, I've known this guy since junior high. I walked in and I go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a legit, like right out of a movie art artist <laughs> yeah. shop, right? Like his house, like one, like he has like a, it's like a, a family room. It's been converted or maybe yeah. it's, it, may, it might have been a garage at one point. I can't, you know, I think it was probably a garage at one point, older home, you know, and, and, and you walk in and he's just like, <laughs> he's got draw, beautiful pencil drawings on one side. He's got paintings of, of like portraits on one wall. He's drawn some cartoons, like some real kind of cosmic, you know, or uh, cosplay, you know, whatever they call it. Cosplay. That. Yeah, type stuff. And then on another wall, he's got fucking splatters, like the, what's that guy? Jackson Pollock. Yeah, Jackson Pollock type, just like <laughs> all over. He's coming, he goes, and so I'm telling him, I'm talking to him, I go, dude, I've got so many different ideas in my head right now. I said, I got a tattoo artist. So my, again, Kevin Blameyer was like, he he made an attempt, he, he kind of ran at the, the tattoo I wanted, and he's like, dude, I'm just not digging, I'm not feeling it. He's mm-hmm. like, we need to look at this differently. I said, well, hold on, you know, okay, let's step back away. I, I, I backed away from it for Let a me minute. call him my boy. And Jason Large, I took him two pictures, and I said, can you do this, but I need it with this, and I need this. And he nailed it i mean this 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 tattoo is awesome and this came out exactly how i envisioned it and um he he nailed it and i so i was talking to him about it i said dude i go you need to talk to kevin because sometimes kevin turns down stuff because he doesn't want to do the artwork on it but you do amazing artwork and kevin complimented jason said dude just that's amazing artwork i love it so i'm gonna try to put them together i same conversation guess what i said you should call Jody and talk to him. I said, he's working as an advertising agency. I'm sure there's times that they need some kind of sketch-up work or whatever. Maybe you guys can work together. You know, Maybe you can do something that you can convert into digital or whatever. <clears throat> he's sitting there telling me all this stuff. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's pretty crazy. He goes, I just love like all these different things. He says, and the more I just kind of put positivity out there. Ding, 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 goes. Ding. I get these things. Like I do a yes. good job for you. And then you walk in here and tell me all these people that I can talk to. And he's like, and then you're going to go tell people because I thought, you know, like it just was amazing. Like we were just talking about the pot. He goes, dude, life just, if you're positive about stuff, good things happen. He, he was like being so artist and I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I go, dude, you're just like this total artist guy. You're like, but that, you know, it and, goes back to the intentionality thing. Yeah. If you're intentional about that stuff, sometimes it's a long-term deal, but man, Karma, karma <laughs> it's crazy. She's a pretty cool chick. Yeah, she will come back around and. Mm-hmm. But if but you're do, a, if but you're do a dick, you say, she'll let like, you know. There is the power in no, which is going to be another podcast. But but realistically, what I was thinking, you know, a big part of that was my my tattoo guy does great work. Okay, mm-hmm. I trusted him with my daughter. He did an amazing job with her tattoos. She wanted tattoos her whole life, and finally, when she turned eighteen, I let her do that. 
Um, he's done an amazing job with her. I, I refer Kevin at, you know, so Kevin Blaymeyer, Pyramid Tattoo, if you're looking for a guy. he But here's here's the thing. This is the true test. You better get ready to wait because here's a guy who turns down business mm-hmm. that right now is booking into November. And they were in July. But that's a testament right? to the quality of the work. He does good work, and he tells people no. Because the deal is, is everyone goes to him, knows what he says he's going to do, he does it. And you get in line, man. I've got another I've got another appointment to get some more stuff done already, and I'll probably put another appointment on before I leave because I'm just like, yeah. I'll, I'll. You know, a little callback to our last, yeah. our last yeah. podcast with Megan. Yeah. And the story of the old man. You want to make a lot of money, son? Yeah. You want to enjoy what you do? You find what it is you love to do and get really, really good at it. That is a picture of that where you can be good enough at what you do that you can tell your clients, no, that doesn't reach the bar. So I have a funny story for you. And you know I'm kind of a sensitive type. You are. Right? So I... And a cuddler. I am a, I am a cuddler. Ladies, I am a cuddler. Single, single, successful, successful and snuggler. Yeah, I am talking to this gal, and she is is seeing this guy that works in radio, and blah 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, I I remember that guy, yeah. And she goes, oh, so he'll know who you are. And I was like, yeah, I worked in radio for a really long time. He'll know who I was. I remember emailing him. So she says, like, okay, I'll text him. So she texts this guy, hey, do you know Jody? He worked at Town Square Media. And he texts back, yeah, I kind of heard he was kind of hard to work with. Really, really creative, but kind of hard to work with. And she reads this text to me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, did are you, you tell him, Joe? The are, you, are you kidding me? So here's the interesting thing. This is a guy I had never worked with. Like, he, he worked at a different company. So it was a, a distant relationship of I would send him stuff, right? He never got the opportunity to work with me as a member of his team. But what I, what I as I thought about because it, it really bothered me. Because I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not hard to work with. I'm really easy to work with because I want the best. I want the best for our clients. I want the, oh, wait a minute. So... Who he talked to, where he gathered his information was from somebody that was, in my opinion, new to the business that, listen, that's not good enough. I'm not going to do your tattoo. Yeah, That's not good enough. We're going to do it again. That's yeah. not good enough because it's not the best answer for your client because you're being a lazy shithead. Go back and do it again. Right. That's even a shitty buy. Why would you have them do that? <laughs> you're wasting everyone's time. Yeah, I'm hard to work with when it comes to that because I'm calling you out for being a dumb shit and not doing your job yeah. well. But it was a really interesting thing where I had to, I really had to step back from it because I was like, what? I'm hard to work with. But it comes back around to managing you the expectations. Yeah. It comes back around to your truth and advertising. Because here's another thing. People say the truth hurts kind of deal. It does. And a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. A lot of people say, you know, do these pants make me look fat? No, it's your butt. <laughs> and your belly. And your belly. But literally, if you're like, uh, no, no, no. People don't want to tell the truth, right? So sometimes you're hurt. So if somebody comes up and like, these pants make you look fat, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty fat. They're like, that guy's an asshole, right? Like, I mean, you can so maybe choose different words. Like, those may not be the best pants for you. Uh, Do you have any other pants? 
Pivot, you, pivot, 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 are pivot. You I don't like that color. Pivot, it pivot. depends. Are you trying to make your belly ooze out the top of them? Because then they work. They Do are you on know the muffin man. <laughs> They are on point if that's what you're trying to do because they're sticking out on all the sides. But I, I literally think that people are scared to tell the truth sometimes. So there's, yeah. there, there's that thing, right? Like, I mean, we talk about truth and advertising. Well, sometimes the truth is not good. That goes back onto you where if you can't tell the truth, then you have a problem. Maybe if your product's not something that people are going to be truthful about, then you shouldn't be telling people about it. like I mean like that's where you got to you got to change and do what you're you know change it to where you can tell the truth. Well, I tell the truth about your your we talk about USPs. Well, we're not going to talk about that. You need what's your unique selling proposition, right? Because you can find here's the deal. It doesn't matter what you do in business. You've got a unique selling proposition. Key on it. Focus on it. Right. If you're writing anything, if I can swap out your name and put in your competitors, rewrite it because that means that it's not your unique selling proposition. That's the whole point of being unique is that nobody else can copy it. But you don't have to lie. If there's something that you do that you do better than anybody else, there's something that you do that's unique, highlight that thing. Build off it. It's one of your keystones of your foundation. It, it really, I mean, but again, it goes back to, I, God, I'm a, I should get the tattoo of intentionality tattooed on my arm. I have a it, guy, Kevin Blaymeyer. I'm going to, I'll get into him. In November right December, now. I'm going to give him a call and see if I can get <laughs> yeah. in. It's all about the intentionality of, of being aware of all of that stuff. Figure out what it is that is your unique selling proposition. Figure out what it is that is the foundational elements of the branding of who you are as a company and as a, whatever it is that you are, right? It, 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 you can be a sole proprietor doing selling right. cinnamon rolls. It doesn't matter, right? Figure out what it is that you do and leverage off of that and then manage the expectations of your clients, and then over-deliver. If you do that and you become consistent about building that pattern of, of killing it and do what's right for your clients, do the right thing. You talk about the long ball all the time, right? I like, do. What, like, talk about the long ball. And that's what I think truth in advertising is a long ball play, right? Absolutely. A short ball, short, short ball is a... Uh, it's a fake. Is, is that a real term? Short ball, long ball? Right. Sure. Right. Short pass. So yeah. So if you're going, you're playing the long ball, right? But short ball is putting up pictures that are like from five years ago, and you were twenty pounds skinnier. Let's and you go thirty, better, right? Maybe forty. Okay. So those those pictures those get you immediate dates on online dating, right? That gets no, you they, no, no, no. They get you immediate swipes. There's a difference. Swipes. Okay. True. Swipes. Right. But let's say that. But but to get to the point of of the of the truth. They're gonna to have to meet you at some point, right? So, Again. so you can sh you you can play that game. You can play the short game and put up some shit that people don't do, and then everybody swipes on you, and then they go out on a date with you, and they go, Ugh, and nothing ever closes. You never close that deal. You don't have a boyfriend. You're still alone. You didn't you didn't do it right. Now, as far as a business goes, it's the same thing. You can put out there shit that you say you're going to do. Oh, we do it this way. We're going to do this. Oh, we build this house. Like, I mean, we're in the building industry. There's nothing more that pisses me off and gets me off on a fucking tangent than talking about quality builders and builders that want to say, oh, we're the best quality builder in town. Really, are you? Then what do you do different? Uh, nothing. I do the same shit that everybody else does. At that point, you fucked up, right? That's a short game. Well, <laughs> Sorry, nothing different. Really on. Zip 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 zip. 
I literally, but but the long game is, is you tell people that you're like, yeah, I'm a quality builder. I do this, this, and this, and this is what I do. And then they move in and they go, oh my God, this house is so much nicer. And then people come in that bought a house from the other jackass that played the short game. They're like, dude, these are great. These fans are awesome. I've never seen them before. Oh yeah, these are just the standard fans that they put in. Oh, these doorknobs are amazing. What the, the hardware in here is like, did you order it custom? No, this is just what they do. Like those kind of things. And now they feel disappointed with their person. You're watching two different motions happen where you're watching one person get disappointed in their purchase and one person get more happy about their purchase, right? right? So those are the things that you can relate to, you know, short game, long game. Short game is you tell everybody you're great and then you don't actually be great. Short game is you fucking put pictures up that look way better than you look and then they see you, right? There's The in, opposite is that. In the real life. Yeah, the opposite of that is you're basically need to look like if you're trying to build something long game, you know, if you're trying to scam somebody and then bounce out of town, good for you, dude. There you nailed it. But if you're like most of us in business that are really trying to build something that's, you know, you can be proud of and tell your kids about and your grandkids and about, do what's right for your clients, then you need to be that person. You know, I mean, Heather and I have this conversation all the time. I want to build houses or do, you know, build projects and do things for people that 20 years from now, I'm going to their Christmas party and they're like, how do you guys know each other? Oh, I built them a house 20 years ago. A lot of builders can't say that. I mean, I mean, and no. if you're in the building industry and listen to this, you understand that's kind of, <laughs> that you're probably chuckling because it's hard to get through a project sometimes and still be friends with the person you're building the house with. Right. I, I had a hard, I almost wasn't, I almost disowned my mother when I built her house. Wow. Like, literally you you get to a point where you you it's hard to work with people in those situations. I want to be the guy that literally I, and, and I mean I'm go back to how we did this one project here in town that was a ended up being a 6 million dollar house which in that time frame was like a billion dollars here. I mean wow, like there just was lot. not a house there wasn't a house like it. And I got to the we got to the uh housewarming party and the general contractor and me were the only two original people on the project. It, the project took two years. Whoa. There was two of us that went to the, the, that meeting that went to, were invited to the, uh, uh, housewarming party by the homeowner mm -hmm. that survived from the very beginning to the very end. Well, what is that? And Why? I, pr I prided myself on that because I, we, we, again, we, we delivered everything we said we were going to do. Right. And, and he knew he could call me, and if something was wrong, I fixed it. And I told him honestly, there were days I was out there on a Saturday or a Sunday delivering stuff because something got messed up. He knew that. And he was honestly not a nice person, um, <laughs> even to the end. And he fired everybody. He fired everybody. He like, said, like, you're fired. Oh my God! It was—I mean, like—and it was bad because, like, some like the interior designer, like, cut, like I think he went through three interior designers, which I knew all of them, and they were all really nice people, crying, and he's just like, "Get the fuck out!" Like he was mean. He literally said, "He goes." It was funny. He uh, the gen, the GC um, showed me a text message, and he goes, "Just thought you'd want to see this. This is kind of cool." He goes, "Because you know that he's not." I'm doing everything to not screw up and say the person. You're uh, doing good. I'm proud. I'm doing really good because I won't have to edit it. Um, they, I literally get a. He shows me a text message. He goes, "Come here. I want to show you a text message from him." And it says, and it says, you know, all these pieces of shit, blah 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 blah. 
The only person that does what they say they're going to do is Trevor from Locks Off Finish Hardware. Like, he's the only one. And then he blah, blah, blah. That guy should be fired. That guy should be fired. You know, it goes on and down his list. But I was just a mention in there of, like, he's the only one that does everything that is supposed to be done. And it was like, dude, that I that was. You're like the last ten, of the Mohicans. That was 10 years ago or more, maybe 10 or 12 years ago. It still sticks with me. I'm yeah. still proud of it. And I still sit there and want to be that guy that people say, dude, he's the only guy that, you know, and I, and I did. I was me. I shot it truth. I told him the truth from the beginning. I said what we're going to do. I said how we're going to do it, and we overperformed, period. I will say this. That's not a, a short journey. We, we no. This is a little bit of a callback to some of our other podcasts. If you're a young person getting into the biz, whatever it is that you're doing, it isn't easy. And there's going to be times where you're going to have to eat crow. And there's going to be times where you're going to have to revise your revision that you revised after the first time that you revised the revision. Whoa. I know. There's going to be times. good for three balls of wine. <laughs> it's really good. I'm not sure what I just said. I blacked out. There's going to be times where it will cost you to do the right thing. Your reputation is worth it because $6 million homes are out there waiting. They are. And, and the reality is, as you go in business, it just, the stakes get bigger, the relationships, they pave the way for, for bigger and better jobs. But you have to do the front end work on it. And sometimes it sucks. But again, going back to what you're saying, it really takes, it, it takes integrity, it takes intentionality, it takes all of these things, and it's hard work. But it's worth it. And when you get to the end of, when you get to the end of the, your day, right, when you get to the end of your career, when you look back at, at your life and business and what you've built, it's something that you can be really, really proud of, and your name means something, right? It's the same thing that your tattoo artist is talking about. My name is on that, so I do have standards. And whether you like it or not, I don't care because it's not your name. It's mine. I think if every one of us thought of our jobs like we're a tattoo artist, we probably would do a lot better job. If you literally looked at what you're going to do tomorrow, like mm -hmm. you listen to this podcast or what you're doing today, and you're, if you look at everything you do and you sit there and think about it and go, okay, I, I'm going to do this with the idea that this is permanently on somebody's body. Can you imagine if we just all changed our mindset to that? Like, I mean, it's as simple as that is to sit and talk today, you know, or in the past I've talked with my tattoo artist and talk to Kevin and be like, Dude, that's deep. I never really thought about that. But it's like, accurate. But no, we all do things differently because it's like, oh, well, we can fix it, right? But what if every day you, you, you know, which is a term you use all the time, like your intention, what did you say, with the intent or whatever? Intentionality. You know, intentionality. Yeah. So the intentionality, if, we, if you did your job with intentionality every single day with the thought that whatever you did today is going to be a tattoo on somebody's body, I think we'd all act a little bit different. Right? And I'm going to I'm going to twist this just a little bit. What you do in the given moment. If you're a 25-year-old person, right? And you're going and doing your thing and you're like doo, 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 you are creating an identity for people that are in your sphere right now. And they're identifying you with a set of attributes to your frankly your qualities, right? Your your hireability, your workability, whatever it is. There are guys that I worked with, God, 15, 20 years ago that I'm like, that guy is the biggest dumbass 
Why have I not fired that guy yet? If you're going to lie, at least lie better. Right. That have gone on to do incredible things within the career field that they chose. And I follow him on Facebook, and I'm like, how in God's name did you end up so successful? You were a <laughs> dumb shit. Here's the reality. He left a tattoo in my world about who he was yeah. at that given moment in time. Right. That is part of your reputation, whether you like it or not. It isn't completely accurate because you're going to grow and mature and do all that stuff. But don't underestimate the power that you have to make an impression on somebody that may be your next job five or ten years down the road. If you're busting your butt, like Gavin's a great example. Gavin is working his butt off and making impressions to people that he doesn't really know. Hey, kid, you look like a hustler. You want to come work for me? I just need you to move some boxes. This week. You know what? Happened this week. He's opening doors. He's making impressions. So, and, and social media, the power of social media. Right? They're all good. Another company's out there, right. kind of competes with him on some of the stuff. They see him doing such a hustle job on the thing. They reached out to him and said, hey, we kind of do the same thing, but we need an extra guy. Do you want to come do some work for us every once in a while when you're not busy? And here's he's the thing. now booking in his open spots with his Kind of a competitor. Super it's, it's efficient. Amazing. And guess what he's also he's 16 doing? 16 years old, people. He he's, figured that out. He's learning from another approach to doing it. Guaranteed he comes out of this summer way ahead of where he was at the beginning right. of the summer. Because even though, they, I mean, it, like I said, it's it's a haul-off company versus a moving company. He's doing more moving now with that. Right. And and uh, his company's 208 Holland, and that's what he does. And he's on, you know, he's on Instagram. He's got at 208 Holland. He gets reached out to that way because he was posting up stuff, the power of social media that he does this. Mm -hmm. And then two, they just like the idea. There's like 16 year old kids out there hustling, trying to make it happen. And he's loving it. Like he thinks, you know, the other business owner, again, like-minded people surround yourself with like-minded people. Here's, here's a couple other entrepreneurs trying to start a business. They're a startup too. And they're like, dude, I like this kid. He's starting up. He's 16. He's, you know, and, and they're going to feed off each other. And there's going to be times where Gavin's not going to want to do a moving job. He'd rather do a haul-off job, and he'll send him business over there. Sure. I mean, it it, it all goes around. I, I mean, it keeps coming back. It's amazing to me after, you know, going to our second year of doing this podcast that we continue to wrap things back around. And it was very unfortunate that Megan apparently did not do any research and listened to our podcast before she came <laughs> on. But it was but it was God. also enlightening to listen to her, uh, you know, who was one of our best guests we've had. I cried a little. She was amazing. And she literally was hitting on items that if she would listen, she would have known, but she didn't. But uh, that we hit on all the time. And, it, and and I think that's probably the coolest thing I'm seeing about this podcast is even our guests who, you know, sometimes unfortunately don't listen, came, came on. We're not shaming. I mean, don't get I'm shaming her. And uh, Sorry, we, Megan. We literally, she brought up all these things, circle of influence, the sphere of people, you know. The, Servant leadership. The, the pivoting, yeah, the transferable skills. Which yeah, be all of it. Like, like She hit a on probably different, six different things. Like a little bit of different terminology, but like, I mean, it, it all comes down to one thing, you know. I mean, they are, you know, a bunch of, I shouldn't say one thing. It all comes down to these things, this power core of things, you know, surround yourself with people and right. do the right thing when people aren't looking and do the, you know, do these certain things. So. I don't know. I think that it goes back to, you know, the same thing, truth, being yeah. honest with people. Um, you know, I mean, we we had discussion tonight in an unrelated situation where it was like, you know what, trying to move this stuff around and make it creative. Let's just do it 
the way it is, it's easier to remember, right? Like, I mean, like, like don't, you know, Gavin's Gavin's learning how to sell things, right? He's mm-hmm. selling things online, you know, certain equipment stuff. Well, do I tell him that I did I did this, or do I tell him that I why am I selling it? I'm like, what's the truth? Here's the thing I loved about him. Well, the, the truth is, you're selling this because you want to get something else. Like watching tell him, him the cycle truth. through Don't that. Don't try to think of like, oh, I want to tell him I did this. No, be honest. Like you're not doing anything wrong. Like just be and honest. keep it. Here's the deal. Tell the keep truth, it, but keep it simple. Yeah, you can tell the truth. This is something that that I talk, <laughs> talk a lot about. You can keep it really simple, and you can tell 100 percent of the truth. And you can let them write their own storyline to your benefit. Right. It's all in the writing. Especially in sales. It's it, it's you know, all you were, in the presentation. You were, you were a witness to it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, they're saying that they, and I'm like, should I tell them this, 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 and this? No. Just tell them, no, you're not accepting that offer because you have somebody else that's interested. And if they you really want it. You don't need to tell them, like, well, this guy, Steve, said he's interested and he's willing to give me this much money and he does this for a living. He's a Pisces. He likes long walks on the beach. Don't tell him all the details. But just who say, doesn't just, like long just walks? Just tell somebody that's lowballing you. No, I have someone else interested. Thank you though, and be polite and move on. And and it's you know be there's polite. truth. Be, be polite. polite. Be polite. Don't be disrespectful. Be polite. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to think about this stuff. You don't have to be like, well, what should I tell him? That shouldn't be a question. Tell him the truth. I have and someone coming to look at it tomorrow. Right. I'll let you know. I'm not going to take your, your lower offer because yeah. I have someone else that might give me more. Here's that's the it. asking price. You gave me a less price. I have someone else that's next in line. If they're willing to give me the full price. I'm going to take it. Unless you want to give me the full price because you're first in line. Right. The ball's in your court. Now it's theirs. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. So I think it's uh, I think it's one of those situations where if they, you know, it, we all know that the truth is always easier to remember. I know that the truth is always, you know, doing the right thing is always the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just one of those, you know, that's what we're trying to tell people. There's no point to you exaggerating what you're doing for the for the benefit of the short game. That's not honestly the listeners I want on here. So if you're going to argue that with me, I, I don't really care. I'm firing you. I really don't care because we're not, that's not what this podcast is about. We're about people that want the long game. We want people to do it the right way. I, if you don't think that's the right way, then yeah, that's the right podcast for you. <laughs> that's it though. The right way is typically the long way. You, you can't shortcut true success. No, that's the reality of it. I mean, you can, you can grasp little things and you can, you can get, I mean, forward the ball, so to speak. But at the end of the day, you have to put in the time. Yep. Period. Agree. With that agreeance, that's a real word, by the way. Look it up. Yeah. Huh. Google it. Okay, guys. Next episode, Josh Felt. No pressure. You got to get him on, though. Oh, he's on. It's on. You already know he's on? We're going to do market share. Getting market share in these times. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't know if we're going to do it inside or outside. Who knows? I like outside. Outside seems to be pretty cool. Outside, it's gorgeous out here. I like your patio, by the way. It's very Thank nice. You. Thank you. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Joining me. You. Yeah. And us. And us. All of us. And our studio audience. Shout out to our studio audience. Shout out. Hey. Oh, that's good. I worked. All right. We're out. See you next week.